Welcome to the Fat Talks podcast. Here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tommy Rutimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tommy Rutimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. Hello, welcome back to my podcast, another Thursday, another episode. Today, I'm talking about things that we are doing that are hurting our businesses, things that we don't know are hurting our businesses. The funny thing about these things is they are very sneaky, they are very deceptive because in the short run, they may actually be bringing you money. They also may be celebrated and there may be things that make you feel good about yourself. But in the mid to long term, these things are hurting your businesses and so you should be careful. If you recognize yourself in any of these things, there are just three of them, then I hope this will help you begin to make some correction. The first mistake I find people do in their businesses is that they do too much. They do too much. You are way too busy. I've talked about this several times before on the podcast, but it can't be spoken about enough. You are too busy. You are doing way too much and you are confusing activity with productivity. We feel good when we are busy. It's a good thing to say to people that, oh, I don't have time for this. I'm too busy. Oh, I've had a long day. I was super busy. But busy doing what is the question you must constantly ask. As owner-managers, you must remember that you are the most expensive resource in your business. You are also the most valuable resource in your business. So you have to be very careful and very selective about how you invest your time and your money because you are the resource and you are a scarce resource. So if you wouldn't delegate a task to somebody, you have paid a lot of money, you've hired somebody and you can't delegate that task to this person because you feel, oh, this person is way too valuable for me to delegate this task to. Then consider yourself. Maybe you are doing things that are mundane and you should be delegating to other people so that you can perform more strategic activities. In the long run, it's not going to pay off. Right now, there's a time for it. Right now, maybe the season in your business where you might find yourself doing everything. Like most entrepreneurs, we we are often in that season where we are doing everything. You are the highest level in your business. At the same time, you are doing the most mundane tasks, right? You are the CEO and you are the shop runner. There's a season for that, but the goal should be to delegate some of these more mundane functions to other people so that you can actually invest your time, this very valuable time, in more strategic roles, right? So 
It's hurting your business, being too busy, doing too much, being everything, all this activity. It might just be hurting your business. So please take note of that. And I also have to say, some of the activities you are doing even within your businesses are not even activities that anybody should be doing. These activities are not earning you any money and they are not adding any value. So consider scrapping them altogether. Sometimes if you delegate this task to people, you're still wasting some time and some money. By delegating this task, go look at the task in itself. Is it something that is going to earn you money? Is it something that is going to position you to become an authority in your industry? Is it something that is going to strengthen your brand? If this activity that you are doing consistently, if it's not earning money, if it's not strengthening your brand, if it's not positioning you to be a more valuable brand, then you should consider scrapping that activity altogether. So you must constantly be at that point where you are taking audit of the activities within your businesses, particularly the ones you are investing your time doing. Number two, and this one is for the creative entrepreneurs in our midst. I'm very passionate about this particular point and I'm going to spend a little bit of time on this one. As a creative entrepreneur, and maybe even more specifically, as a fashion entrepreneur, it is quite possible that you are over-designing. There's something that I always say to my mentees. I say to them that you have to learn the skill of ideas management. Not every idea must be followed through. And not every idea must be showcased at once. What I find is we all want to justify an idea by showing it off as a full product. There is a season for sampling and experimenting, but when it comes to retailing, you have to be a little bit more strategic in the products you put out there. Now you see, every product has a product life cycle. Most product life cycles are longer than you think. Most product life cycles are longer than you think, but we don't give them time. We don't give a product time to fully be expressed. You don't give it enough time to find its people. You don't give enough time for its people to find it. You don't give enough time for this product to settle and to become even more. I find that the benefits of showing off a new design, which is the momentary excitement that the market has, particularly your own customers who are already buying from you, that momentary flush of excitement where they, you know, they quickly want to buy, it's something new, they're eager to see new things. So you're under pressure to constantly bring new things out because you feel that's really the only way to really get the attention of your customers and to sustain that attention. But you know what? You have to be a bit more creative with your marketing. You have to showcase your best sellers to as many people as you can. You have to create other iterations of your best sellers. You have to own this bestseller so that people know you as the designer, the owner of this design. If you bring out a design and you only showcase it for a week or two, and then you bring out yet another one, what you are doing is you are giving other people an opportunity to take that idea and own it. You know, there are some people who have made their pages just pages for inspiration. They've not really owned any of their designs, but they are constantly bringing things that have potential. So other designers go there, take a design off their page and then own it. 
but you only showed it off for a week so it didn't last long enough for it to become something that your brand is known for i'll give my brand as an example if you go to my page you will notice that we are very particular about owning our designs we brand each design even beyond just our own you know umbrella brand if you've heard of a design like labu the labu jumpsuit go to my page and you know check that design out the labu jumpsuit is on its seventh iteration we have a design called the oprah dress the oprah dress is about 10 years old now yes the oprah dress is about 10 years old now and she is on her third iteration we have a design called the sarafina jumpsuit Saravina has become a staple and she's right now on her fourth iteration and she's about seven years old. I give these examples because I want you to know practically the potential each idea you have has. But it only becomes fully realized if you give these designs time to breathe, right? Allow them to become more than they are by just showing them off for a minute or two. My last point now regarding things that you need to do. You need to hire right. You need to hire right and you need to treat your hires right. You need to hire right. This is another thing you need to do. Hire right and treat your hires right. Have you ever experienced a business where when you go to the store, you only get the best shopping experience when the owner of the business is around. The experience feels personalized, enjoyable, relaxed, and you get treated like a queen. But the moment you go there when the owner of the business is not around, what you find is that the experience is different. It's boring. It's dull. It's not personalized like it was when she was around. It's not professional. You know, if you're a business person in Nigeria, you understand. When you go to the store, when the owner is around, there's music on, the generator is on, the AC is on, the place feels alive and fresh. But the next time you visit the store, it feels dark and dingy. And you wonder, is this the same place? The sales staff is not enthusiastic and she's even barely giving you any attention. This is dangerous for your business. The two reasons why this may be happening is, number one, you haven't hired the right person. So it's super important that you hire the right people for the business. Then, of course, you are not teaching your team. You are not training them to do what you do. You are not training them on how to make customers feel special. You are not training them on how the customer experience should be. You are not hiring right. You are not treating your hires right. Then for some people, you are not treating your hires right in terms of you not even being nice to them, kind to them, good to them. So they feel disgruntled, especially when you are not around. They don't feel committed to the business. They don't feel any kind of ownership of their roles. This is dangerous. Because if the only time a customer can feel good when buying from you is when you are around, then you have just shackled yourself to your shop floor and you will never be able to grow. You will never be able to expand. You will never be able to reach people outside of your network. 
because the only people that are going to call you are the people that know you. I find a lot of businesses are suffering from this and I hope you are not one of those businesses. I hope you are taking the time to train your team and to hire the right team. I will have a lot more to say about this on Instagram. I will be talking about this in an Instagram live and I will invite you to join the Instagram live once we have the dates. But listen to this over and over again. What are the things you are doing to hurt your business? If any of these points resonate with you, then begin to self-correct. Begin to do the right things by your business considering a long-term play. Long-term goals is what we are trying to achieve. Momentary money-making strategies are not good for your business because they don't let you plan. It means once you travel, then you're not making any money. Once you run out of fresh ideas, you're not making any money. You'll get burnt out and tired if you're doing too much. Those are the consequences of these things that I mentioned today. So that's it for today. Thank you so very much for listening. Please listen over and over again. And please share this episode with your network, with anybody you believe needs to hear this. Also, don't forget to buy the book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line. The book is still doing very well and it is still available on Amazon and on my website www.tomirotini.com. So get yourself a copy and let me know how the book has helped you and how it's resonated with you. Thank you so very much for listening. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also, buy the book. Fat Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirotimi.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tommy.rotimi or tag the book page Fat Transfer by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in, please. Thank you and bye.